Welcome back. Uh, we're going to get right into question period right away here because uh, Sarah is going to have to leave. Uh, she's got a meeting with, a, with the Heritage Minister, I think, for, for Alberta or Canada? Okay. So just before we get uh, Sarah back up, uh, I'll just mention next, week, next week's topics. Uh, on Tuesday, we have uh, a session at, back at the Royal Canadian Beacon uh, as a special session. How will retail legislation for cannabis and marijuana be rolled out in Alberta? The speaker is uh, Mark Andrews, who is a Calgary expert in interpreting the, uh, the Alberta regulations. So that should be a very interesting session. And on Thursday, back here, we're talking about the energy. How are we going to figure out the energy, uh, how to get your energy provider lined up in terms of, uh, of coal-fired power plants being shut down, and where is the energy going to go from, from here? So that will be next Thursday. Uh, so right now we can start this question period. Uh, Sarah can come back up, I think. Uh, and uh, as you know, it's a question period. Uh, please go to the mic and uh, not be too long in, uh, in your abstract. And state your name, please. Thank you. Hello, thank you very much. My name is Larry Alford. I appreciate the presentation. That was very informative. I also would like to thank you for opening the doors to the uh, new building that you're in on 6th Avenue to uh, various public events. I've been to a community My question is, what is it that you could uh, benefit from, from the community? How can we get involved? How can we help with what it is that you're uh, doing in that location? if we want to be of uh, some use. Okay, um, thank you for your question. Now, the building that you're talking about is the Southern Alberta Ethnic Association or the Multicultural Center. Moved from the old Bill Kurgan Center down to its fire hall number one location. Um, Lethbridge Family Services is a, a different organization and provides services in a not-for-profit fashion to a number of different sectors. However, <clears throat> there's a definite connection between the business we do at Lethbridge Family Services with newcomers and the business that is done at the Southern Alberta Ethnic Association. So in terms of supporting Southern Alberta Ethnic Association, there are many, many ways in which one can do that. Recently... Um, the LIPS program that I talked about, the Lethbridge Immigration Partnership Program or the Local Immigration Partnership Program. Last year, we hosted what we called a newcomers welcoming event. And we had perhaps 450 individuals, newcomers and non-newcomers, getting together in the spirit of community, listening to and creating music with one another, having some food, that kind of thing. What Lethbridge, or what the Local Immigration Partnership did this year was pass that flag of hosting the Newcomer Welcoming Event 
to the Southern Alberta Ethnic Association in order to spread the wealth, if you will, of ownership over uh, products, resources, services, etc., that are being developed for newcomers. <clears throat> Lesbridge Family Services sits on the Southern Alberta Ethnic Association board. We're very connected there. Um, we rent the spaces. It's a beautiful space to have our own community uh, gatherings. What I would suggest in terms of supporting that particular organization, they have a taste of a particular culture night on the last Friday of every month. They advertise as much as possible, but it is an amazing and fantastic deal to go down at six o'clock on the last Friday of the month to sit with other members of community and taste the foods of the different ethnic communities rather that live here in Lethbridge. So we've had the Filipino taste of the night, we've had the Bhutanese, we've had a number of different African countries, Iraq, those sorts of things. It's a wonderful way of celebrating a piece of newcomer culture and often what will go on in that evening is some entertainment will be put on, maybe dance, song, whatever, um, by that community organization to further introduce their culture and their mores to their host community, i.e. that of Lethbridge. Um, Southern Alberta Ethnic Association is always looking for new membership. So one of the things that we at Lesbridge Family Services has done uh, on a number of occasions is work with groups through their application as a society, which they need to be in order to sit with the Southern Alberta Ethnic Association. So in my capacity, I have, gosh, I know those forms really, really well now. I've assisted the, Ethi not the Ethiopians, I beg your pardon, the Afghans, the Bhutanese, the Sudanese, although now they have split out into two groups, the Sudanese and the Southern Sudanese, because in July of 2012, South Sudan became its own country. Um, so there's always that going on. There is the ability and willingness to attend the events and take whatever you learn there further out to sort of spread that good word. Where Lethbridge Family Services work with newcomers is concerned, how can the public help? We have many different ways in which you can. We are always looking for volunteers. Volunteers who have some time in their busy schedules that they can set aside to actually befriend a newcomer or a newcomer family. So what we do in our, in our business is take the demographics of the particular family, the likes, the dislikes, the needs, those sorts of things, and do what we can to custom match volunteers with these families. So if we have a family with three or four little children, it makes best sense to match with another family with three or four little children because the mums and dads and the babies will all be doing similar kinds of things and they'll be at similar stages of development. When we are talking with volunteers, we ask those people to do three things as long as those things are appropriate. <clears throat> One is to share your social network. And again, remember, we are highly aware of the fact that Lethbridge is small and Lethbridge is well established and many of us have far too many friends. We don't necessarily need more. That is not the case for the newcomers in town. 
they do not have those connections. They do not have those ways into those niches that we create. And so we ask our volunteers, our host volunteers, to open their social networks to their newcomer friends and include them in their social activities. Secondly, we ask them to share faith networks if, if it is appropriate. We are not interested in proselytizing or converting. That is disrespectful, right? What we want to do is be able to get along and respect one another's differences and celebrate those differences. However, we have had a number of Christian-based newcomers who come from non-traditional Christian countries who have been served very well by being matched with a congregation. And in actual fact, I've noticed one of the churches on 13th Street North now advertises, I wish I remember the name of it, but the church now advertises a Nepali service at 10 o'clock in the morning and then Tigrinya service at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So they are um, serving as congregation the Nepali and the Eritrean. That's fantastic. And you can bet that all of the, the larger congregations get together uh, on a fairly regular basis. Again, because Lesbridge is small and established, the other network that we would love folks to share is that of your professional network. Employment is vital to successful settlement. Without meaningful and sustained employment, your existence is not going to be as successful and positive as it might be. So again, if it is appropriate. And often what we will do, particularly if we are working with refugees who are highly qualified, because remember, refugeeism doesn't work with isms. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be a very, very well-established, well-educated person with five PhDs, supporting the wrong party, being in the wrong place, supporting the wrong religion, and you find yourself as a refugee. Refugees can also be completely uneducated, illiterate, etc., and they run the entire gamut, okay? So when we're talking to our families, our newcomer families, and we're talking about refugees, or rather uh, volunteerism, we ask, what are your goals? How is your English? those kinds of things. And if it's appropriate, and if we can find someone who's willing, say an engineer to match with an engineer, then at the very least, we're not asking them to get them jobs. No, 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 that is far too much to ask. But we could ask folks to sit together and talk about technical terminology, talk about codes of conduct in the Canadian workplace as opposed to the workplace anywhere else in the world, because there are, there are different codes um, overarching and imposing upon virtually every interaction between every human. And so if, if humans are coming from very different contextual places, there can be clash as opposed to um, uh, a good thing. <clears throat> Excuse me, running out of words. Did that answer your question sufficiently? Thanks. Terry Shellington, thank you very much for uh, what was a really uh, information-rich uh, presentation. I have a couple of questions, if I can slip it past the moderator. Uh, one is, I wonder what kind of a score you would give the community of Lethbridge for uh, being a welcoming community. Uh, you know, our church has been involved in an adoption of a large Syrian family, so I 
I have a window into that piece of it, but very few of us have the overview about um, how well are we doing, really? What, uh, out of 10, what kind of a number would you give us for being a welcoming community? I would say we are closer to 7, 7.58 in terms of welcoming communities, and I have a number of reasons for that. I'm shown, I've been working in the settlement sector in Lesbridge now for almost 20 years. And so I am often overwhelmed in a very, very positive way by the, the welcome that is um, offered to newcomers through the settlement agency. What can we do? How can we donate? How can we help? Uh, the Syrians were a great uh, experience with respect to getting community together because as I said it, it didn't matter what church group or what affiliation groups were coming together forgetting their territories forgetting any conflicts coming together for the better of the Syrian population that we were trying to, to work with and serve um, the reason that I give us as high a grade as I do is not just because of the citizenry that sits in this room and elsewhere. It is because the city of Lethbridge, the municipality, is also working very, very hard on ensuring that its next business cycle and its strategic plan has been looked at through a lens of diversity not just through your typical lenses. So this is new terminology for strategic planning in Lethbridge. And the city is feeling very much like at this point it needs to not only walk the walk, but talk the talk. And so the city is looking internally and has already done things like diversity assessments amongst its ranks and found that it fails miserably. There's very little diversity within the city employees. And so that is one thing we can measure and, and stay on top of and ensure that there is more diversity amongst hiring. And that way we become more reflective of the individuals who comprise our community. Thank you. Uh, just a second question. Uh, I wonder if there's political implications to this. Uh, you, you describe a fairly large influx of, uh, of people, and maybe they're not voters, uh, some, many of them, but, but you know, three years ago a political uh, revolution happened in the city in terms of provincial voting. Um, are, do many of these people vote? Do they take an interest in politics? And would that, does that suggest changes to the set structures of how we predict provincial elections? Absolutely. Take the group of the Bhutanese. They have been stateless for over 25 years. They have not been allowed to vote. They have not been allowed to have any say in their future. Or, the, or they're present. And civic engagement is one, a long-term goal on the part of the um, organizations that fund newcomer settlement in Canada. And it is without a doubt a number one goal of newcomers who are coming to Canada. They are counting down the days. Those three years that they have to stay you know, keep themselves on the right side of the law, prove themselves to be worthy individuals of becoming citizens. As soon as, and I'm speaking now for the Bhutanese community, almost as soon as folks become eligible, past that three-year mark as a permanent resident, their application forms for citizenship are being filed, um, not in Ottawa, where do they get filed in, in Alberta? Strange place on the border. Vegreville. 
Sorry, I didn't mean strange place. I meant strangely named place. Right, sorry about that. Lovely place uh, with a big egg. So anyway, um, many, many, many of those uh, applications are going in. The Bhutanese and, and, and um, populations like that are desperate for a government and an authority that says, yes, you're ours and we will protect you. They're desperate to give back to a... A, co a larger community like that as well. Mm. Uh, Trevor Page, thanks for your presentation, Sarah. Um, in one of your slides, you have a number of 15,365 immigrants to Lethbridge. And I wonder if you could tell us how many refugees there are among those immigrants. I'm an immigrant. Two, and I guess I'm one of the 15,000. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, Trevor, that's a difficult number um, because... Why is it difficult? Don't you track the number of oh, refugees? Of course, we, we track the number of refugees. However, we're not necessarily going to see every single refugee that comes to Lesbridge to access our services. For instance, a refugee could come from a larger centre after two or three years of having been in that centre and feel that they don't need settlement services, they have a handle on the Canadian system and could p completely bypass us. But it's okay. If you can't give me the breakdown, I'm never mind. I'm thinking probably 10%, very um, loosely. Okay. Migration is one of the biggest problems we face in the world. Yes. It was the first, the first speech of the UN Secretary General this year was about the problems of migration We've just seen the tip of the iceberg. Canada has recently upped its quota of immigrants, but the number of refugees among that immigrant total is just a marginal increase. But it's good that Lethbridge is preparing to receive more. And you've certainly outlined a lot of the services that you've developed. I wouldn't, though, though perhaps dismiss is a too strong a word. The way that the US differentiates its approach, though, to Canada. Canada has simply followed the old British system, and Britain and France have made very many serious mistakes on immigration, resulting in ghettoization of, of principally um, Bangladeshis and Pakistanis in Britain, to the extent that people have not just moved out, the indigenous population have not just moved out of areas, but out of whole towns. Absolutely. France has done the same thing with North Africans. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping Canada is going to learn from those mistakes. You've been reading Ezra Pound. No, I spent 30 years dealing with refugee issues okay. at the sharp end. Right. And um, we've seen the outcome of that. So it's great to be welcoming, and I, 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 I applaud you for your efforts there. But if we follow the same mistakes that Britain and France has made, we'll end up with the same problems. I agree. And I do feel, however, Trevor, that Canada is a little bit more circumspect with respect to whom is allowed in. There is a lot. There, it, it is not just a floodgate. Absolutely not. There are so many checks and balances that are put in place to ensure that the folks who are coming in with the p types of skills that are coming in 
are in fact going to be employed. So there, there's more proactivity around the planning of the, the larger society. There's no point in bringing in three million carpenters when we have a, a surplus of five million carpenters. So those kinds of things are monitored very, very carefully through IRCC and we do not see the same kinds of floodgates. I am very sorry, but I do have to run in this weather. I'm probably going to <laughs> end up in a snowbank as opposed to down at Southern Alberta Ethnic Association. But thank you so much for, for inviting me here this afternoon and for continuing this really, really interesting conversation. Thank you very much.